It's Wednesday, April 17th, 2019. I'm Herbie Newell, and this is the Defender Podcast, a daily encouragement to mobilize and equip the body of Christ to manifest the gospel to orphans and vulnerable children. This daily podcast is a ministry of Lifeline Children's Services. I'm coming to you from Birmingham, Alabama. Well, as you know, this week is Holy Week, and so on this Friday, we will celebrate Good Friday, and then ultimately, on Sunday, we will celebrate Easter, a day when our King rose from the dead and victoriously conquered sin and the grave. And so today, I want us to look at Easter and the rightful King that humbled himself ultimately to serve. This is what John's gospel starts with in John chapter 1, verses 1 through 5. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. In the very beginning, Jesus was king. He was the author, creator, sustainer of life. Jesus has always been the light of the world. And in the very beginning, when God created, Jesus was king. But King Jesus was not like the the dictators or the self-exalting power broker leaders we see today. No, our Savior was a humble servant king. And that's why the beautiful words that Paul penned to the church at Philippi remind us in Philippians chapter 2, starting in verse 1, when Paul says, If there is any encouragement in Christ, any comfort from love, any participation in the Spirit, any affection and sympathy, complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interest, but also to the interest of others. Have this mind among yourself, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who though he, Jesus, was in the form of God, he did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but he emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. You see, Jesus emptied himself for us. He laid aside his privileges and came as a bondservant to serve man. Jesus was humbled on the cross and met the ultimate humiliation in his death. He accepted death humbly, but defeated it victoriously. The example of Christ fuels us to be humble and sacrificial towards serving others, our family, our neighbors, the orphan, the vulnerable, Because even in the exaltation of Jesus, he remains the model of loving service to God. So as we remember Good Friday, we are humbled that Jesus came to suffer like us. 
He humbled himself to the likeness of man. He became a baby, dependent and needy. He lost greatly for our sake. But Jesus didn't just come to experience our pain. He came to bear our punishment and to die in our place so that he could free us from slavery to sin. You see, every other great leader in the world, their death ended their mission, their leadership, their calling. But Jesus' mission was furthered when he died because his mission was to die for the sins of the world. Oh, but Jesus also came to love and to show us what real love is all about. To become great, Jesus said, meant that you became a servant. To be first, you must become last. Jesus taught us not to aggressively assert authority, but to lead by love while sacrificing yourself for others. You see, Good Friday is foolish to those who do not know Christ. What Jesus' life taught at the cross is foreign to the unbelieving world. But to those of us who live by faith and not by sight, the cross is our only boast and the engine which drives our mission. I love what John Piper says in his book, Don't Waste Your Life. He says, life is wasted if we do not grasp the glory of the cross, cherish it, for the treasure that it is and cleave to it as the highest price of every pleasure and the deepest comfort of every pain. What was once foolishness, foolishness to us, a crucified God, must become our wisdom and our power and our only boast in this world. But beloved, the greatest news that we celebrate this week is not just Good Friday, but the reality of Easter morning. You see, Jesus defeated death and the grave, which ultimately is what made the cross good and beautiful. Good Friday isn't good until Easter morning when Jesus conquers that death and conquers the grave. Oh, beloved, and the mission to defend the fatherless is fueled by the truth of the cross and Easter morning. That's why Deuteronomy 24, verses 17 through 22, when when Jesus tells his followers, you shall not pervert justice due to the sojourner or to the fatherless or take a widow's garment in pledge, but you shall remember that you were a slave in Egypt and the Lord Yahweh, your God, redeems you from there. Therefore, I command you to do this. When you reap your harvest in your field and forget a sheaf in the field, you shall not go back to get it. It shall be for the sojourner, the fatherless, and the widow, that the Lord Yahweh your God may bless you in all the work of your hands. When you beat your olive trees, you shall not go over them again. It shall be for the sojourner, the fatherless, and the widow. When you gather the grapes of your vineyard, you shall not strip it afterwards. It shall be for the sojourner, the fatherless, and the widow. You shall remember that you were a slave in the land of Egypt. Therefore, I command you to do this. You see, when we see Easter Sunday for the glory and the victory that it is, when we see Good Friday for the goodness that it is, when our Savior sacrificed himself for our sin, our unrighteousness, and our filthiness, then we understand the the poetry of Philippians 2 in a different way. We had a Savior that humbled himself to serve, and he is asking us to serve others. 
And so we enter into the messy, the broken, and the beauty of adoption, foster care, and orphan care, because we, we are now ambassadors of Christ. We now live with the same mind as Christ, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind, doing nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility, counting others more significant than ourselves, looking not only to our own interest, oh, but now to the interest of others, including the orphan, the vulnerable child, the single mom, and the broken family. Oh, and sweet follower of Christ, when this journey of emptying yourself for the sake of others leaves you tired, willing, weary, and feeling alone, remember the truth of Easter. We are dependent, and our God is our ultimate strength. We come to Jesus like a baby. We are completely dependent on him to serve us. We cannot live the Christian life without dependence on him. We are not self-sufficient but God dependent. We can't take the next breath without him. A believer in Christ or a pagan? No matter who you are, we are all dependent on the God we worship at Easter. We're dependent upon him for breath. We're dependent upon him for life. We're dependent upon him for sustenance. We are dependent upon him for the sun to rise and the sun to set. So beloved, Enter into the messy, enter into the broken as you are entering into the fields of the fatherless to defend the fatherless, to defend the orphan, to defend the widow. May this holy week, we let the sacrificial nature of Christ thrust us into denying ourselves, taking up our cross and following Jesus into the redeeming work of manifesting the gospel to the orphan, the vulnerable child, the widow, and the least of these. Happy Easter. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Well, thanks for listening to the Defender Podcast. For more information or to connect with me, please visit HerbieNewell.com. To partner with Lifeline, visit LifelineChild.org. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook by searching for Lifeline Child. You can email us directly at info at LifelineChild.org. Beloved, will you allow God to use the gospel to you to impact the life of a child? Please contact us because we are here to defend the fatherless. We'll see you again next week for the Defender Podcast.